This is Parent Q Live, brought to you by the team at Parent Q. Kristen, mi amiga, life is busy. Life is chaotic at times. Si. You would, you would, you would, uh, you comprende. See? Si. You and you would agree. We, we're living in in times where everything. I mean, hustle is all over the internet. People are talking about hustle. You got Gary V. You got all these hustles, kind of the thing. And every once in a while, I think, man, what's happening to our families when things are so chaotic? And mm-hmm. so this week on Parent Q Live. We, myself, your host, Carlos Whitaker, and my wonderful co-host, Kristen Ivey, are going to jump into some conversations about what, what do we do when life gets so chaotic? What do we do when things are so busy? How do we keep our families focused and together? Yeah, I know for me as a mom and as a working mom, this is a particular struggle in my home because I'm always looking for ways to connect to my kids, build into our relationship, yeah. give them the kind of time and attention required to let them feel like they're heard and I see them and I prioritize for them and yet life is so busy. Yeah. So I'm excited about our conversation today because we're gonna get to dig right into that topic. But before we get into the interview today where we're gonna talk about this particular tension, we wanted to talk with some of you. And so we went out and talked to you to ask you this question. When life is crazy, what's one thing you do to connect with your kids? And here's what you said. Sometimes I pray with them, bring us back to the, that's a good spiritual answer anyway, right? Or we just kind of share what were, what was our good, uh, good and yeah. hard things for the day. I think we connected best when we rode together to places. Riding in the car was, was a good time, whether he was driving or I was driving, although it was much calmer when I was driving. Yeah. So for me, with my kids, what I started a few years ago, I call it uh, Donuts and Devo with Daddy. So we'll go to the local donut shop and and I'll buy them a donut, dad'll get a coffee, we'll sit down and you know read a scripture and just kind of catch up. Um, I think one thing that we do, or at least I do, is we try to make a natural rhythm of like, once a week I go and eat with my son, once a week I go and eat with my daughter, and it's even when life is crazy, we still try and keep to that schedule. And even, even if we don't have like a serious conversation, we just connect. And it's great. Every night at bedtime, well, bedtimes have changed, of course, you know, in fact, we usually go to bed now for the 17-year-old, but we take that time individually to go in the room and say goodnight and pray together. I loved those, I mean, super, super practical things on what do we do when it gets chaotic? Speaking of chaotic lifestyles, we have a guest on today's podcast with one of my really good friends, Jeremy Cowart. Jeremy Cowart lives a really busy, busy life. He's a professional photographer. He's an entrepreneur. He's starting a brand new hotel. He is a dad that I look at and I think, man, he's really connected to his kids. So I wanted to know, what is it that Jeremy does? How can he stay so busy yet also stay so connected with his family? I think you guys are going to really enjoy this conversation with entrepreneur Jeremy Cowart. Jeremy, thanks so much for hanging out with us on Parent Q Live. This is what's cool about this is normally the people that I'm interviewing I've I've never spoken to before. But that's not the case for you and I. Uh, we've been friends for, for a while now. And uh, I'm just going to start here. One of the cool things about, uh, our, I think, our, our friendship and our relationship is we're in this 
what started off as, as a mastermind group, right? Like yes. we, we started yeah. off, kind of explain to the listeners kind of where our relationship started inside of what this mastermind group was like, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. Yeah. I mean, mastermind group, first of all, is a, still not a name that I love, but I guess somebody, <laughs> somebody out there started the idea of this mastermind. Uh, but we would come together for an hour and we would start with everybody sharing a win for a few minutes because in a world where we're always looking at the things we're not doing right, we're not accomplishing, it's kind of nice to be able to just just for a minute maybe share a win, maybe brag a little bit, you know, because yeah. especially in the church and the Christian space, it's never okay to like, hey, I knocked out something the other day. I killed something. Like, right. you know, so it's fun to have like a safe space for a minute for with a few guys or girls to to just admit that you actually did something right for, for once, you know? Yeah. And so, and then after that, one of us would get the, uh, the hot seat, which means we would bring a problem to the table that could be personal or business related. And the other four guys would try to help solve that problem, AKA yeah. the hot seat and, uh, the hot seat would, ro- would rotate every week. And, uh, but, all five of us are busy and we're traveling and we're so about a, what a year and a half after we, <laughs> yeah. we kind of fizzled the in-person meetings, but we still have a very lovely group text. Yes, that, we do. That extends to this day. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah, no, so good. So good. So, so you are, um, you know, it's, it's funny. I think your bio as people have introed you for whatever different seasons you've been in have, have, has morphed and shifted and changed. I think, you know, five years ago, uh, if you were to stand up on a stage and somebody were, were to introduce you as Jeremy Cower, the blank, I think that has shifted and that's changed to even today. Can you give our listeners a little bit of the transition from Jeremy Cower, the photographer, and that's kind of what you did, to Jeremy Cower, who you are today? Yeah, it is, it is certainly shifting a lot, mainly because I'm so ADD and <laughs> awesome. I always have to... <laughs> I always have to attempt new crazy things just because I get bored. Um, but yeah, I mean, five years ago, I was absolutely just living under the umbrella of photographer, and that was it. You yeah. know, I was kind of at the 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 peak of my shoots and and photography about five years ago, um, and loving that loving that game. Um, but yeah, these days it's much more complex. Uh, I guess if you if you you know. In, in terms of my own, I guess, priority, I'm number one. I mean, obviously, I'm number one, a dad and a husband but um, and, a, and a friend, all that. But career-wise, I am uh, founder of a hotel called yes. the, the Purpose Hotel, and I'm a public speaker. And uh, I do that probably more than I shoot now, um, but I'm still shooting, so I'm still a photographer as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's just, yeah, I, I don't know if maybe the listeners even were expecting you to say founder of a hotel. That, that's probably <laughs> not, not the, the, the transition they thought that they were going to get, which is I lo- what, what I love about kind of who you are and your story. You're doing, you know, all these great things. And sure, we could talk about the hotel. We could talk about all these things. But the parents that are listening to this are thinking, okay, Jeremy was a successful photographer and he has now transitioned to public speaking and you're actually, you know, you're, you're actually right now working on editing a book that's going to be coming out uh, that, you know, we've been help, you know, talking to you in our mastermind kind of group texts about it. And, and then you've got, you know, your hotel launching, you've got all kinds of stuff happening. Talk to us a little bit about, okay, how in the world does somebody 
that has this much entrepreneurial aspirations, this much creativity, remain a focused father and husband? Like what, what do you do? What's the mojo there? Well, as any parent, I think would admit it is an ongoing journey of figuring that out. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, what I do feel like I have figured out, um, is that, you know, so many people think that there is a strategy, there is a, like, you know, how do you do it? But I don't, I don't know that there is one. The only thing I know for sure is that it has to be one day at a time. And, and the one day at a time priority is my children and my wife, you know, my, my family unit. And so every single day is different because my wife is a full-time realtor. So she slammed as well. Yeah. And so it all boils down to making the best decision you can for your family every single day. So what that translates to for me is this, and this is a good example. So I'm going uh, to speak in Chattanooga on Monday. The, the, uh, you know, people that are putting on the event have begged me to come the, the night before on Sunday night because there's this big VIP party where all the attendees will be there and they right. want to meet the speakers. And then there's another big like VIP bash on the rooftop pool deck that night, Monday night. And I have said no to both wow. uh, because I would rather spend Sunday with my family and be home and watching football and playing football and eating with my children and being with them. You know, that's yeah. a Sunday with my kids. I don't Absolutely. need... I don't need to go uh, schmooze with strangers I've never met before. Uh, just right. and, 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 and I don't mean I don't mean to be mean to the to the, the event I'm speaking. Of. I do value. I'm sure that event's going to be fun, and who knows? I might meet somebody that I need to meet. But I just you know I just want would rather be with my family yeah. at home. Uh, you know, with my dog laying on top of me and my kids laying on top of my dog laying on top of me. Um, so good. You know, like that to me is just more valuable. And I, I think a lot of people would argue, would tell their spouse, you know, would tell their kids, oh, I got to really be there the night before for the VIP event. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. where I'm just like, I just don't care. I yeah. I be with my kids, you know. <laughs> I love that. Um, and so that's that's the translation of what does it look like day to day? Like yeah. you just have to choose your family every chance you get. And, of course, they all understand uh, when I just can't, when I have to go do that thing. Yeah. And I understand, you know, on my wife's side, she's working and yeah. she's got selling houses. And so I understand when, you know, we, we try to prioritize daily whose work in that moment is more important. And, you know, sometimes that is hard, but I give a lot and I go home and I'm with the kids while she goes and works and vice versa. Yeah. So it, it, there just can't be, I just don't believe in any long-term strategy because I just think it's day to day. Yeah. uh, I love that. In the moment for sure. No, I I love that. Um, You know, because I mean, and and again, you know, I, I think, for some people, you and I are very similar. We've, you know, through the years have always said that, wow, like, you know, what, what you're doing and how you're, you know, approaching that. We, we, we live in this kind of very fluid system, right? Like, so it's not like, like we have specific boundaries, like, okay, like Tuesdays, I will be home by 5 p.m. 
it's fluid. It has to be fluid, you know, mm -hmm. in, in what, in what we do and how we do. What I would love to talk about for a second, I think this, this is an interesting angle that, you know, we didn't necessarily say we we're going to talk about initially, but you're, I think a lot of parents are going to completely relate to this. Your wife, she hasn't always been a real estate agent. It's not like she has, you know, um, done that for a long period of time. And so suddenly in the middle of, of your, you know, you're kind of the primary breadwinner in the family. Now your wife is a super successful real estate agent in Nashville, Tennessee, and you're watching her explode. You're watching her step into her dreams when it comes to, wow, this is really um, pouring energy into her and making her feel alive. Talk to us about what it was like kind of mid-season of parenting, right? So it's like you, you, um, you were doing parenting one way for a long time, uh, you know, she was probably taking the majority of that, um, the brunt of that, because that's just kind of how your schedule worked. But now you guys have had to make a midlife adjustment to what she's doing. Talk to us a little bit about what the, how that worked. Yeah, it's uh well, first of all, she is the breadwinner now. She's, yes, she, she, long, she surpassed me and uh, I welcome that. It's a, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing to no longer have the sole stress of yes. providing for a family of six. But um, yeah, so she, you know, she used to work for me. She quit working for me to start the adoption process because that in and of itself was a full-time job. Right. So then that was a three-year journey to get our kids home and then, you know, two years after the kids home and they're in school, obviously that's a long story that's very shortened. Um, she sure. um, got to a place where she would run into people in public and they would only ask her two questions, either how are the kids, how is the adoption, or how is Jeremy's world? It was never, how are you? How is your life? <laughs> you know, she's like, man, I need my own my own existence, my own world, my own identity, all of it. And, uh, you know, once the kids are in school and, you know, she's got every day to not really, I mean, obviously there's a gazillion things a mom can do, but she doesn't want to live her life just cleaning or doing dishes or doing laundry or buying groceries, whatever. She needed something. Absolutely. And so, um, yeah, she had just found herself always watching HGTV and then falling in love with all the property brothers and Chip and Joanna. And she just loved homes. And so she was like, I think, I think I'm supposed to be a real, a real wow. estate agent. Yeah. And so, you know, last year she did all the tests, got a license, all that stuff and just lived all year still in massive, massive fear and doubt and just comparison. And even into this year, I'd say, Huh. Uh, has been the same and it's almost daily. I mean, wow. she still really struggles with uh, doubt in herself and sure. comparing herself to all the other successful sure. you know, realtors. But then it came out recently and I'm so thankful for this. Yeah. Uh, but she was named the top, the 10th top selling realtor in her company of like 250 realtors. Oh my God. And so it was fun. And this is just in, you know, year and a half into it from scratch. Yeah. So I'm just going now, now I have facts to, you know, show her when yes. she's living in that doubt and fear. I'm like, uh, you're the top 10th in your company. You know, yeah. like it's just, you, you can't second guess yourself. Like you're killing it. You're doing amazing. You know? Oh and there's a bunch gosh. of other like stats like that that she's already 
Yeah. And my favorite thing about that, though, is all these other realtors are doing Facebook ads and Zillow ads and billboards and print ads. And yeah. she has not spent a dollar on marketing. She wow. has not marketed herself at all. And so she just loves people really well. And I'm just really, it's been so fun to see her thrive and be yeah. happy. And I'm convinced that this is not about money for her because she sure. She would do that. I mean, I'll wake up in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. and she's over there on her laptop house, house searching for a client. She yeah. just adores it. And so um, it's affected our family in beautiful ways because they're now seeing a happy yeah. mom. And, and, uh, and back to adoption, like adoption is hard. I mean, we're, yeah. we, as you know, we, we just, it's not a conversation that she wanted to have every single day oh, to every geez. person she saw. You know, it's just heavy. Yeah, not, you know, it's not this uh, what you see when the kid come out. Oh, sure, balloons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, we're all glad they're home, but that's when the real journey begins. And so, yes. anyway, yes. she just needed her own thing, and it's been so good for our entire family. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that, that's so good. No, I, I love that. I think um, you know one of the things I'd love I'd love you to speak into is you know you, you have four kids, like you know four of them, like. As, as a dad who wants every single one of your kids to feel like they've got a piece of you, what, what are, what's maybe one thing or two things that you do as a father to make sure that your kids on a weekly basis are one-on-one -on -one in touch with you? Oh, gosh, that, that's a good question and a <laughs> very difficult challenge sure. I'm currently trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, so, so, tell, so why don't you answer it that way? How are you trying to figure that out right now? Well, you just sense, you just sense that yes. like you're missing one of your children. Like you, you know when you're not as connected. And so it's hard for us because the kids are in school. They get home around 4.30 or so. And then we're all like doing the Uber, Uber service to soccer and basketball yeah. and dance and all the things. And then you try to eat dinner quickly before or after. And that's a quick moment to connect. And then... Yeah. You get home. We get home, and the first two go to bed early, earlier than the older two. Um, yeah. So we do have some good time to connect with the older two during those later hours. But it's harder with the younger two because they go to bed earlier. Um, but yeah, man, it's just like life is so busy and full, and the mornings are chaos, getting everybody ready for school. And so yeah, you know, week yeah. weekends are obviously very valuable time to to absolutely, which is again why I say no to. Yeah, I think I'll pass on the VIP night at yep. your event where I don't know anybody. You know, well, I think and there it is. I think that's your answer. It's it's like you know how where can I find those moments? And it may be a VIP event that you know when Jeremy was twenty seven years old, that that may have been the place that you were going to go. But yeah. now, as your kids are a little older, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna skip on that so that. Um, I can hang out with them. I love that, Jeremy. I love that. Yeah. Um, all right. So things are crazy. Things are busy. What does Jeremy do um, as a as a working father that's an entrepreneur and you're kind of grinding all the time? Obviously, we all need time to rest and to refill ourselves. So talk about that for a second. Like, what do you do intentionally to recharge? Yeah, I um, got to get my sleep. <laughs> yes. I'm a... Got to get my eight hours. Uh, I'm on a really crazy journey that could be a whole nother different podcast on yeah. my health, figuring out my yeah. health right now. But I have found, I've been forced 
to eat super clean, uh, that's played a huge part in me feeling a lot better. Yeah. To recharge, let's see. I mean, obviously, all the things we've talked about, just being with my kids. Yeah. Um, but as a creative guy, uh, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but I just get so much life after seeing anything else creative. I have yeah. ideas when I'm at a at a concert. I have ideas when I see movies. I have ideas when I go to church. Um, I just love feeling myself with, with anything else creative that's outside of me, staring at an email inbox all day, <laughs> right. which is basically what I do for a living. Isn't that uh, funny? Oh, oh my gosh. So yeah, I, I literally feel I'm going to get to the end of my life and I'm going to be on my deathbed. <laughs> like, well, Lord, I sent a lot of emails. <laughs> I hope you are pleased. You know? <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, how do we, how did we all get to this place where we right. see emails all day? Um, <laughs> it's got to so be, true. it's got to be something better. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally sitting here at my desk staring at, you know, staring at my inbox. Uh, right. and when this right. podcast ends, I'll try to type 40 emails. Yeah, and, there you go, man. Uh, oh, you know, I mean, it's, it is true. It is true. And, uh, you know, I, I think that because of that, we do have to, you know, find those, you know, those small moments to recharge as parents um, that they don't necessarily, it's not like, like we're all going to go on a two week backpacking trip every year. Like we can't do that right now. <laughs> yeah. so you got to find those micro moments, right. In order to pull that off. Well, that, I mean, not, not to be the guy plugging a book, but I'm so happy to plug your book. Uh, that's why moment maker is so valuable and so needed. Like we have to figure out how to sure. make those moments with our families and we have to. Um, yeah. And, yeah. I, and thankfully, I feel like I do. I mean, my kids and I and my wife, we do go on more vacations than most. We do go on more trips than most. Like, I do get those those moments, I feel like. Um, and so I can't really complain, but but I just, you know, I still feel like I'm just on the grind all the yeah, time. Yeah, like, you, you are. Know, we are well, it's okay. I mean, yeah, that is, it's what we do. It's the season that we're in. Let, t- talk about this for a second. There, there'll be some parents that are listening to this that are going, okay, Jeremy's you know, he's, he's looking at his in, inbox and he's got all these things. Uh, he's got, you know, appointments. He's got to keep schedules. Are you, are you like a, like a task manager kind of guy? Like, like what, 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 what are the tools that Jeremy uses on a daily basis to kind of make sure that his life is staying in running order? Yeah, it's a good question. So real quick, funny story. When I was in high school, my dad took me to Atlanta to take this really high-end fancy test. Okay. It tested like my brain and my aptitudes and all my gifts. And I actually share these test scores in my viral, you know, I'm possible story that yeah. I speak and do all the time. And in that video, I purposely only showed like the bad scores. Um, yep. You know, I got a five. My vocabulary was a five out of 10. Like so many scores were 15 out of 100 or less. Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> The only thing that I scored really high on were my idea flow and huh. music. I scored really high on my musical skills. But the highest uh, I scored was um, my clerical skills. Oh <laughs> like, oh, I was in 90, I think in 98 out of 100, as I would have, I would have been an amazing clerk. Oh, uh, my gosh. So that's a long way of answering your question that I do think I'm really good at, you know, uh, working my Mac, organizing files, you know, being a task guy. Um, So my email inbox uh, really doubles as my to-do list. Okay. 
unsubscribe to everything. I mean, literally everything. Uh, there are no emails uh, from lists that really come into my inbox. I use unroll.me to unsubscribe from everything. Um, uh, and there, I mean, there might be five to 10 lists that I let into my inbox. And, yeah, and yeah. Los, I'm happy to say you're one of those. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> we, 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 do, we do in our mastermind group, That's right. obviously, always call out the people that are, that are emailing a lot. So we keep each other in check. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then I, I'm a diehard uh, Evernote user. Yes, um, me too. Uh, dude, dude been... but hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Like, I saw something on Twitter like a week or two ago that they're like laying off like a third of their employees, which freaked me out, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm very terrified about that. <laughs> uh, I have already backed up my entire, you know, everything you okay. ever did is backed up and another, <laughs> another app. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I live, my life exists in Evernote. Um, oh, me too. And, and, and Dropbox as well, of course. And so I think, you know, it's just gives me a lot of peace because if something happened to my laptop or somebody stole yep. it, like everything is in the cloud. Yeah. It's in the cloud, excuse me. Um, so yeah, uh, those, those three things are pretty dang important. I will soon get back into using things like Slack and Trello yeah. and you know Basecamp, those type things. But for now, my life currently is really quiet, but obviously on the hotel side here soon, we will ramp up with all kinds of software for our teams yeah no it's so good yeah pretty basic though as a as a single as a self-employed guy at the moment yeah yeah well and, and and really quickly evernote what are you using that for just i mean to capture everything like what what are you putting in that yeah i mean their tagline for years has been remember everything and that that is how i use it uh i i'll i'll, I'll mention a few of the different things i use it for sure. i love to record my kids voices in Evernote oh wow. so like even when my kids were toddlers and we'd pray together in bed at night I would put my phone next to the head and just hit record in Evernote yeah. and so I have all these just precious recordings of my children praying wow. when they were like two and three and four years old and you know I would document the crazy things they say so good yeah. um all right well let's we'll, kind of rounding the corner and heading towards home here um you know you're, you're, you are about to step into a, a really busy season with, with the Purpose Hotel and launching that where it's going to require a lot more of you than probably is required right now. Um, yes. what, 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 what do you think? And even if you haven't done this yet, maybe you could even think out loud here. Um, how do you think you can, you know, as the season ramps up, stay and communicate to your family just the intentionality that you're going to have to have with them when things go crazy? What are some things maybe that, that you want to put in place um, as things begin to change? Yeah, it's a, a great question that I'm considering every day because yeah. I am, you know, I'm obviously we're building this massive endeavor. I mean, massive, like, you know, in a few years, this will be a billion dollar endeavor because um, we're wow. going to have hotels all over the country. Um, so I'm a little afraid of it. You know, I'm obviously very excited about it, but uh, my life is near perfect right now. My marriage is better than it's ever been. My kids are happy. I'm with my kids every day. And so I don't look at this new life as, oh, I'm about to enter my better life. Sure. Like, no, life is the best I think it can be right now. So, uh, but, you know, this hotel everything in the everything in the building is going to be connected to causes and nonprofits. I think uh -huh. this hotel will 
help truly help make the world a better place. And so there is going to be some sacrifice mm. and I'm going to have to be very, very careful. Again, it comes back down to that day by day by day. How do I choose my family? But how do I also make this happen? And so, yeah. man, it's going to be, it's going to be fun and scary and exciting yeah. and awful and all the things, all truly, the things, all the things. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if I have an answer yet. Uh, well, I think the answer that that I that I heard is, you know, it's it. I think it's an answer that is super important for our listeners. It's it's day by day. Like like you have to you have to approach it that way because you don't know you you don't know what what that that's going to take. You know, you don't know if you're going to be gone for three weeks at a time, starting in two years, and then you know it's day by day, day by day. Do I take a kid with me? Day by day, do I? You know, exactly. It's, I, I love that answer. Yeah. And that is a, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that quickly because that is a solution that we're talking about. My wife and I is like, once I start flying more and traveling more, like always trying to fly with one child, just take your kid sure. with me. Yeah. Um, and I think that'll be, I think that'll be doable. So we'll definitely look into that because I think that would be really a great solution. So good. So good. All right, Jeremy. So one last question uh, that we love to leave our listeners with the podcast is called parent Q for a reason. At the end of every podcast, we love to leave our parents with one Q that's going to help them just do family better, do parenting better. Uh, if you could give us that one Q, what would that be? Yeah. Every night we do sit down and eat dinner together uh, when we can, obviously there with soccer and baseball, sometimes we can, but I'd say we do most nights and we're very intentional about no devices at the table. Um, yeah. Really no devices for our kids at restaurants either. Yeah. Uh, in fact, my 12 year old doesn't even have an iPhone yet. Uh, which yeah, neither quite, does mine. That's so good. Quite <laughs> proud of, uh, <laughs> but we, we do the whole wins and losses thing. So we make our kids, you know, go through the, 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 the highlights and the, so and the, the worst things of their day. And that usually sparks really good conversation. And we don't just let them say, Oh, my day was good. No, why was it good? What happened today? We really want to know about their days. Yeah. And so that's been a, a really beautiful way to connect every night. I love it. I love it. Be intentional with the questions you're asking. And, and honestly, the, the most beautiful thing about that is just being together every night, at least for a moment, right? 30 minutes, 15 minutes. Like yeah, exactly. exactly. I love that. Well, Jeremy, thanks for so much for coming on and hanging out with us on Parent Q Lab. We really appreciate it. Of course, man. Thank you for having me. It means a lot. What a great conversation with Jeremy Cowart. I love getting to hear the ideas on how to check in with your kids, continue to build that relationship even when life is busy. And his specific cue was that some point this week, in the middle of your busyness, just to have a conversation with your kids, maybe check in on their wins and losses. What was a win for them? What felt like maybe a loss? just so that it reminds you to connect with their world and hear how things are going. Absolutely. So good. Listen, I know that you guys are going to want to go follow all of Jeremy's endeavors as he launches his Purpose Hotel and does his photography and his art and all of the things that Jeremy does to inspire us as hardworking parents. The way you guys can do that is just head over to our website, 
It is theparentq.org. That is theparentq.org. And just click on the podcast link there, and it'll take you straight to where you can find Jeremy's information. Friends, this has been such an inspiring, inspiring conversation. Hopefully you guys have been inspired. If you have, please head over to any of your podcast platforms, whether it be iTunes or Podbean or Pod, whatever, wherever the places are that you get your podcast. Make sure that you give us a five-star review. It really helps us and lets people know that this podcast is there. Also, it's been a minute since we've talked about our store. So if you guys want to find out more incredible resources that you can use as a family, just head over to parentqstore.org. That's parentqstore.org. Take a look there and I promise you, you'll find something that can help your family do family better. For Kristen, my name is Carlos again saying thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on Parent Q Live.